welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Hey, you guys, how are you this week? We are in the middle of an intimacy month. And I have been having so much fun exploring intimacy because as you guys know, when I cover the, the topics that I'm covering here with you, I am digging into as well in my relationship within myself and with my husband. So it is just a wonderful fun experiment every time I write one of these pieces and start digging in and revealing where I need to grow. And this week, we're digging into what emotional intimacy is and how to get more of it in your relationship. This is actually part four of the relationship intimacy series, and it's where I'm helping you find new ways to create a well-rounded, deeply intimate relationship with your partner. I kicked off this series by talking about what relationship intimacy even is, and you can go back and listen to that episode or read it on the blog. And then we started digging into five areas where you can create deeper intimacy, Two weeks ago, we talked about three ways to increase spiritual intimacy. Last week, we talked about how to increase mental intimacy or intellectual intimacy. And this week, we're going to dig into what emotional intimacy is and how to get more of it in your relationship. Let's start with, again, looking at the definition of emotional intimacy, We'll go back to that original definition of intimacy, which shows a close union or a combination of particles or elements, that intimate mixture. And I explained this way more broadly in that very first episode on what relationship intimacy is. So go back and listen to that if you are just joining us with this post. And then emotional is relating to our emotions or our feelings. Putting those two together, emotional intimacy would be a close union or combination of each other's emotions. That intimate mixture of sharing each other's thoughts and the feelings that those thoughts evoke for us. As you follow along in this series, you're going to start to notice a common thread, right? So that word, intimacy. Since I am defining intimacy as that close union or combination of particles or elements, which is the two of you in your relationship, you're going to start to see that what all of these different types of intimacy have in common is that ability to share in to me see. Emotional intimacy is the ability to get comfortable, to get vulnerable, to be honest so that each of you knows what's going on with the other one. It is the ability to share your deepest fears and insecurities, your most 
outlandish dreams and disappointments and how you're feeling about anything, anything in your relationship and your lives. Emotional intimacy is feeling safe, sharing those most intimate, deep secrets without the worry of judgment, humiliation, belittlement, and the strictest of confidentiality. Knowing what you have shared in privacy stays between the two of you and won't be shared outside of the relationship. For me, of the five different types of intimacy that I'm covering in this series, emotional intimacy is the one where I feel that if you can really dig in to being open and honest about your emotions, the other forms of intimacy will fall into place. When you're able to open up emotionally, that ability is what is necessary in all the other forms of intimacy. And so as you practice emotional intimacy, opening up, getting uncomfortable and sharing, you'll notice that you'll be able to more easily implement the other forms of intimacy. And you'll notice as well that your physical intimacy will start to just unfold. And we will be talking about physical intimacy in a couple weeks. That is the last one I'm going to talk about because after that, I'm going to dig in a little deeper around physical intimacy. And don't forget to join next week because next week I have our expert interview, a very timely interview with Amanda Lauder, who is a conservative Christian sex coach. And so it falls perfectly with this series that we are in right now. One thing I wanted to talk about before we um, talk about why emotional intimacy is so important in our marital relationship, I want you to think about that last statement that I said, emotional intimacy is feeling safe sharing your most intimate secrets without the worry of judgment, humiliation, belittlement, and the strictest of confidentiality. So I want to expand on that a little bit because start paying attention when you're in social settings. And I realize that the opportunity to be in social settings with COVID has really thinned out a lot. But as we start uh, implementing our more normal social activity, notice what things might be said out loud by yourself or by your partner that might be a form of humiliation or breaking that confidentiality. Pay attention to what might rub you the wrong way with something your partner says, or even when you say something that you're kind of sure that uh, you probably shouldn't have said that out loud. And then pay attention to other couples and how they might kind of call out their partner. And how does that feel? You obviously can't ask them, but you can 
sort of put it into context and wonder, well, I wonder if that is making her feel bad, him saying that. And we don't know unless you're friends with her and you can talk to her like, did that bother you or didn't it? Because sometimes that kind of bothers me. So you can, you know, pull it back to yourself instead of putting them on the spot and being open about the conversation. And here again is where emotional intimacy falls into place. If it's bothering you and you don't talk about it, first, let me step back. If it's bothering you, making sure that you process through it, you use some of the tools that I've taught you here on the podcast to process your emotions, do thought downloads, look at why it's bothering you. And then if you're still not able to resolve it, feeling confident that you can bring it to your partner in a way that isn't blaming them, that is pointing it towards you, how you're feeling, and being able to have a conversation around it. So why is emotional intimacy so important in your marital relationship? So if you remember that very first episode on relationship intimacy and what it is, I talked about that into me see definition of intimacy from focus on the family. The more transparent we are with our partners, the deeper our connection, the deeper our desire will be for each other. And this includes sharing honestly how we're feeling, not feeling like we have to keep it to ourselves for fear of embarrassment or your partner being dismissive and invalidating how you feel. This is all a process. If you haven't been emotionally open with your partner, you're going to have to practice one, learning how to be more emotionally open with yourself and questioning what is going on for you and why. And then taking baby steps of opening up with your partner. So let's look at some ways to create more intimacy in your marriage. Learning how to become more emotionally open about what is happening for you is where you start. Then sharing expectations together with defining expectations that what is shared in the privacy of your shared space won't go beyond that space, goes far in one's willingness to share while not having to reiterate the qualifications. And if a partner breaks that set of expectations, like I said earlier, honesty is so necessary. Sit down with your partner and share your disappointment while not blaming and belittling, knowing that insecurity is something within you. So again, taking the time to process it before you talk to your partner about it. It's also important to remember that there will be times when our partners will share things that we might not want to hear. And to use these moments as opportunities to look inward. When we look inward, we can determine why we don't like what our partner has shared. And we start shining a light on something that is most likely an insecurity within ourselves. So learning how to process those emotions is a key skill to learn when becoming emotionally present with your partner and with yourself. 
When we can process our emotions, it keeps us from blaming others for how we feel. And that is so empowering. It it allows us to see where that emotion is coming from, which is always something we are thinking. And after you've worked on processing your emotions, you can share in a direct, non-qualifying matter and tell them how you feel, making sure to be clear that you're creating this emotion, not putting the blame on them. I found this quote from psychologist Helen Brenner, which I am in love with. She says, take the risk not to protect yourself. You can't simultaneously protect yourself and be emotionally intimate. Let your heart be seen. I love that. I actually think I'm going to write it and uh, remind myself that I want to be emotionally intimate. I want to explore those edges of where I'm trying to protect myself. I want my heart to be seen. Not protecting yourself by blaming allows you to be seen. Another way to increase emotional intimacy is learning how to ask great questions. And I provide a link back to a previous episode about learning how to ask great questions. I love this skill. I am learning so much about how to ask great questions. And I often sit down before social gatherings or time, private time with my husband to think about some great questions I can ask. And some people think that is silly that I'm preparing for social activity. But the truth is, is what it does is it allows me to connect on a more intimate level with who I'm interacting with. It allows me to think of questions ahead of time, curiosity, what do I want to know about them? And oftentimes, I don't even use those questions, but the fact that I took time prior to meeting them helped me open up to being curious about them, really listening to them when we're together so that I can get to know them better. When we listen with curiosity and compassion while our partners are sharing, we can ask questions that help them process their emotions and create a more intimate and safe connection that encourages future open communication. So let's look at a few examples of how you can start becoming more emotionally intimate. One, being open to having sensitive conversations about what each other wants out of their relationship and even what might be worrisome to them about the relationship. This sort of conversation allows a couple to move closer to each other with more individual understanding. Another way is being open and honest about a partner's interaction with other people, which might make them uncomfortable and having empathy around their concerns instead of making excuses and insinuating that the other person is paranoid. A third way would be when one of the people in the couple shares something from their past 
the other partner is attentive and offers emotional support instead of dismissing it or denying it or questioning it as true. And then a fourth way to increase emotional intimacy is to openly share struggles that they might be having within themselves and trusting the partner to offer comfort, support, and maybe solutions if wanted instead of dismissing feelings and really upfront asking the person who is sharing what result they're looking for by sharing with you. Are they just wanting you to be there for them, to listen, to support them? Or do they want you to offer possible solutions? And all of this open and honest conversation starts by doing this work within ourselves. We cannot be open and honest with our partners when we haven't done the work of doing this for ourselves. Holding back from sharing keeps us from the intimate connection that we desire. And that's why the work we do in Awaken You is so valuable for rebuilding a relationship that feels good and keeps feeling better. The process of learning how to open up and be vulnerable can be a scary one. Trust me, I know I am doing this work right along with you. And that's why it's so much easier when we have someone guiding us, when we have that coach to take a look at what is going on in that brain of ours. And that's what I do for you in my one-on-one coaching program. I help you find the courage to show up in your romantic relationship in a way that feels awesome for you. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love having you here absorbing this. I love hearing about your relationship struggles and how you're wanting to break through those challenges so that you can create a more intimate, loving, connected relationship with your partner. And I would love to hear from you. I would love it if you would go and review the podcast and give it that five-star rating. I would love it if you would share it with your friends, your family, your girlfriends, whoever is looking to improve for sure their marital relationship. But this work All these tools works with any relationship you're looking to improve. Love you all. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.